Greetings and welcome. I am Dr. Carol Gambule, your host on Word Anchor Podcast. I'm also an author and a publisher. This weekly podcast covers a wide range of issues that we face in life and the solutions that are provided for in the Word of God. I aim to encourage, to teach, motivate, and guide as we move along in this life's journey. Please subscribe, download, and share this podcast. Someone out there needs to hear this message. I hope you enjoy this episode. Greetings. Welcome to Wet Anchor Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Your Debt is Paid in Full. There are situations in life that will not get resolved, where no matter how powerful you are, how smart you are, or even how connected you are, until somebody intervenes. Some challenges can bring you to your knees, literally. That is where there seems to be no solution that you can come up with until God intervenes. Problems are not respecter of persons. Even the richest person can have sleepless nights over a matter that someone has taken to God and got victory. For example, if you have borrowed and are unable to pay, you may be pestered to pay back by the person that has borrowed your money. Some people will even shun the calls from the shops as they know that the number that is coming through is from the shop and they owe that shop and they know that they don't have the money and they don't want to be called to pay what they owe. Some believers have prayed for financial breakthroughs on the other side, and it came through from the Lord at the right time. So there are situations that when you're facing in life, you may need divine intervention. And if you don't know that there is a way of getting it, you might struggle through it and not call on God to help you. But what if someone came and paid that price for you? The calls will cease and the headache and worry will stop and joy will return and life will be good. I have been down a few times in my life. I know how to have and to have not. I know to need help and be afraid to ask, just in case you were turned away. I know to be turned away, and the pain of knowing that a person has the means to assist you, but they don't want to help you. They may have their own reasons, but the pain of facing your need after rejection is even way too much. There was a man in the Bible, Job, a man who had everything most people desire to have. He had children. He was wealthy too. He lacked nothing. We are not told how he related to people around him, save for his regular sacrifice for his children, who used to throw parties and he thought that they might have cursed God when they were drunk. So he would plead for them. That was his life. Then it all crumbled before him in a very short space of time. He lost his children, not some, but all of them. He lost all his flocks, his wealth, and everything that he had. He had nothing. Even if he wanted to sacrifice, he had nothing. And lastly, he lost his health. And that was like the last nail in the coffin. And his friends came by. You'd expect that your friends will come and give you comfort. But those friends, they came and told him all sorts of reasons why he was in so much trouble. They blamed him. He had sinned. He was proud. He thought he knew everything. They came up with all sorts of things, all sorts of argument, and all of them were pointing to Job and were making Job not to feel any better. Did it even matter to these people that he had nothing? 
You know those friends that when you have lost everything, they will even today write on social media, who did he think he was or who did she think she was? People will even laugh at your situation on social media. They will not call and say, we are sorry that you are going through troubles. But they will write, it will be a matter that people will drink coffee and eat some scones in your name. But in the midst of all these arguments, all the words that have been spoken by his so-called friends, Job uttered these words, For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth. This is in Job chapter 19 verse 25. What a confession by Job. Praise the Lord. I know my Redeemer lives. I may be in trouble, but I know my Redeemer lives. I may have lost my wealth, all my flocks, all my properties, but my Redeemer lives. I may have lost all my children, but my Redeemer lives. He is not dead, but alive. I may have lost my health, but one who pays the price is living. He may not be here now, but the fact that he lives means my redemption is within reach. I may not know when he will show up and redeem me, but I know he will come. This was Job having simple faith in God. This was Job looking at the situation differently. This was Job accepting that I am in trouble, but someone bigger, more powerful than I am is living and he is my redeemer. To redeem a person or to redeem a thing, it is to buy it back. There is a price that has to be paid. Somebody has to come in and rescue you and pay the price. Job was given over to Satan to afflict him by God himself. Imagine that your trouble is something that God has allowed. But Job had a revelation that even if God were to agree to my affliction or even afflict me himself, God will still redeem me. Redemption is revealed much better in the story of Ruth and Naomi. Two women that were brought together by marriage, mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. Though Naomi had left Bethlehem, the place of bread, to live in another country, she came back poor and in need of bread. That which she thought was greener on the other side turned out to be brown and dead. Naomi decided to come back. She had no son and she had no husband, but she had daughters-in-law. One remained and one decided to stick with her mother-in-law and go all the way back to Bethlehem. Naomi came back home with Ruth, nothing to offer her but her God. Naomi, an older woman, could not go out and work, but they needed to eat. They came back poor. They came back worse off than they were when they left. They came back with nothing. Naomi came back a poor woman, but she had a daughter-in-law. So Naomi sent Ruth to glean in the field of Boaz. She had remembered the principle of redemption through a kinsman redeemer. Ruth had to go and glean in the field. She did not go to get a perfect harvest, but the leftovers. She went behind the reapers and was content with the little that she got. She worked so hard that she was eventually noticed by Boaz. You see, she did not get noticed by the kinsman redeemer while sitting at home, like some people today. You cry that you have a problem, and you, you sit and do nothing, waiting just for somebody to come and help. Ruth went out to glean. You might be sitting at home crying because you have lost everything. Take a lesson from Ruth. Go out and glean. Do something. Call someone. Submit something. Think of a solution. But there is a redeemer that awaits 
to notice you at the right time. You have lost your job? Go and clean. The kinsman redeemer noticed Ruth in her position of working. Boaz eventually called the elders and indicated his interest in Ruth and gave a chance to the one who was eligible first to redeem this woman. And this man declined and Boaz then paid the price and took Ruth and Naomi and their property, praised the Lord. What we should note is that Ruth went there knowing that the field belongs to the kinsman redeemer. You cannot be a believer and not be interested in knowing what Christ has redeemed you from. The spiritual things are taken spiritually. Satan knows what you have from God and he will always try to take that away from you until you say like Naomi, do not call me Naomi, but call me Mara, Peter. Yet the kinsman redeemer was there all the time. Life had dealt Naomi a very bad blow, but there was a kinsman redeemer that was there all the time. At the right time, he came forward and redeemed this woman. Satan took away what Job had, but Job knew that he had a redeemer who will pay the price. He knew that he could not pay the price himself. He knew that there was nothing left. He had nothing to offer, even if God were to say to him, you must do a sacrifice so that things would go well with you, like what other people today will be told. Your things are not going well. You must go and kill that goat. You must go and kill the chicken. You must go and do this and pay this. God knows you have nothing. And God will eventually restore what you have lost. And God did restore what Job had lost. Just as God provided the lamb for Abraham, he is still the same today. When Abraham had nothing else to offer but his own son, God said, do not harm the young man. Do not kill Isaac. There was a lamb already which was stuck in the thicket. A sacrifice which was already there. How good is our God? Your redemption is always provided for. You don't need to pay anyone for riches and fame. God who owns the silver and the gold and the cattle on a thousand hills is your redeemer. Praise Jesus. When I lost my job, I completed my PhD and started preparing for graduation. I needed a dress. I needed shoes. I needed a graduation gown, transport and accommodation and some money for photos. And those were just the basics. I had graduated before and never bought a gown, but this time it was special. PhD was a big deal for me. I wanted the gown and I could not afford it. I called family members, but they could not help. I cried for days until I could not breathe. You see, I had worked before. I could afford before, but I had come to a point where I did not have the money. And that gown seemed like luxury, but for me, it was a big deal. I remember talking to a sister and we prayed about it. I wanted the red gown so much. Some things cannot be explained. Let's just leave it at sentimental value. That is why I wanted the gown. One day my uncle called me and said, he will give me the money. I cried again, of course. God had come through for me. That which I needed, somebody was prepared to pay for it. He came through for me. I could not afford to pay for what I needed, whether you can say I wanted or I wished for, but someone paid the price and I'm totally grateful. You see, Jesus came and paid the price for us. We could not afford to pay the price for our own sins. No matter how wealthy you are, there are times in life when even the money that you have cannot pay for your healing. 
You may afford to pay for the hospital stay, the expensive treatment, and still not afford to buy healing. You may have all the money in the world and still cannot afford to have peace. There is a Redeemer who has paid the price. As you lean on his field, that is the word of God. You get noticed by him and he intervenes in your situation. If you are not leaning in the word, you will not even know that the thing you are facing has already been paid for. Go to the field, open the scroll, search and find. Even the little crumbs were sufficient for the Syrophoenician woman. She sought a word from the Lord. She wanted Jesus to say something to her. Even when the people said, send her away, she still stayed there because she knew that a little word that comes from this man, Jesus, of whom people are saying great things are happening wherever he is going, even if it's little, even if it's an insult, as long as it is an instruction or a word that will bring healing to my daughter, this woman was prepared to take the crumbs. You are a believer. You have been redeemed. But do you know? Do you search the scriptures? Do you face a situation like Job and said, I know my Redeemer lives. I have lost my children, but my Redeemer lives. I have lost my flocks, but my Redeemer lives. I have lost my health, but my Redeemer lives. Child of God, you are redeemed. Job knew that. It did not matter how long his situation remained, but he had a Redeemer. You may sit and say, I've been applying for jobs for the past five years. Listen, the Bible doesn't tell us how long the situation of Job took. Even if it were to take three months, a day, a week, it is a painful thing that this man went through. Remember Abraham, it took 25 years for him to receive what God had given him. It did not matter how long the situation of Job remained, but he had a redeemer. He had simple faith. This situation will end. Someone more powerful than this situation will take care of it. Oh, that is the faith that we ought to have concerning the situations that we face. And this is the faith in Jesus, the faith that God has power over our situation. My uncle paid the price for my gown. Ruth was redeemed and lived happily ever after. Job was redeemed from his afflictions. And that which Job had lost, God gave him even more. The Bible tells us his family came and they brought this animal and that animal. All of a sudden, he had flocks more than he had before. These are the people that are not spoken about when Job was suffering. But when his healing came, God made these people to come to Job. When Job's friends were taunting Job about how um, sinful he was, how proud and boastful he was, the family members that would later bring flocks and animals to Job as gifts, they are not mentioned before this. When Job was facing troubles, the people that God would use to bring the solutions in his life were not there. But God brought them at the right time. All that Job needed to do was to believe and remain believing that he would be redeemed from the situation. Oh, child of God, you have a redeemer. He has paid the price. The Bible says the chastisement for our peace was upon him. If you have no peace, know that Jesus Christ has already suffered so that you can have peace today. And if you are sick, the price for your healing has already been paid for by Jesus. It says by his stripes we are healed. God allowed Jesus to be striped so that we receive healing. He took our curses. The Bible says, cursed is the man who is hung on the tree. 
So today you have no reason to even sit and accept curses because the Bible says you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. It is already provided for. But unless you go and clean, you go and open the word and seek for the little crumbs, for the bread, you will find a loaf here, you will find little crumbs here, but you must never stop cleaning, never stop cleaning, never stop seeking, do not stop praying, do not stop reading the word of God, because it is providing your redemption in whatever situation that you are facing. Our Redeemer lives. You say, I am sick. Your Redeemer lives. You say, I lost my job. Your Redeemer lives. I was also redeemed. I got my job back. I got paid for the months that I was at home. Now, since God restored what Job had lost, and God restored what I had lost, surely he is the same God. He is not a respecter of persons. As long as you can go back still every single day, cleaning in the field. Go to the word, speak the word, receive the word, give thanks to God, even if you don't see it. You do not wait and say, I'm going to say I have seen my redeemer only when I have been redeemed. No, no, you have been redeemed already, but you do not wait to call this redemption until you see something happening. Job spoke this way, my redeemer lives right smack in the middle of trouble. Can you be able to say, my God heals, Right smack in the midst of a painful situation that you're facing. Sickness, disease afflicting your body and you still say, my God is my healer. Can you say that? It is only when you continue cleaning the word of God that you get assurance that God has never changed. He is still the same Jehovah Rapha. He brings healing. You can then shout and say, I know my healer lives. You can then shout and say, I know my way maker lives. I know my peacemaker lives. I know that my redeemer lives. I know that my savior lives. I know that my defender lives. I know that the one that will punish my enemies lives. I know that my God is living and powerful. I know that my provider lives. You speak these words right in the middle of a problem, not because you don't see the problem at hand. Job was sick. He lost everything. His wife said, curse God and die. But Job still said, my Redeemer lives. And God restored what Job had lost. Job did not have to sacrifice a single animal for him to be restored. He did not have to pay anyone. Like today's believers who, when they are in trouble, when they need help from God, they are taught that you need to go and pay someone so that you can get what you have lost back or so that God can help you in your situation. Job paid no one for his restoration. Child of God, your Redeemer lives right in the middle of a problem. Your Savior lives. Your Provider lives. Your Healer lives. Redemption has been provided. Jesus has already suffered. You only have to step up like Job and know that you have been redeemed. You have to step up like Ruth and be found by the Redeemer. May the Lord God help you in your times of trouble. May the Lord rescue you. May the Lord defend you. And may the Lord give you strength. And may the Lord remind you of his word at the time that you need to hear the word. At all times, keep seeking God. Keep standing on the word of God. Keep believing. Never stop. The price has been paid. You owe no one anything except to love them. Go ahead. 
Claim your healing. Claim your restoration. Claim your prosperity. Claim everything that the Lord God has provided for because he has already paid the price. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. I hope you were blessed by this message. For copies of my books, go to Amazon.com. Check out the show notes for more details. Until next time, stay blessed and continue making the Word of God your anchor.